0: We know that pals have existed outside our city. The truth is, your supply of drugs has failed, and you came into the city to see if you could find more. No, no. Sows. What are you talking about? We're not sows or whatever you may call them. Don't you see we're very ill? You and your companions need a drug to stay alive. We have no drugs. slip outside the TARDIS. TARDIS, he is becoming delirious. I do not understand his words.
1: Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about classic Doctor Who. We're talking about an episode called The Daleks. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Daleks is the first episode with the Daleks in it. It's also the second story of Doctor Who. Uh, what's it about? about?
0: Uh, the TARDIS lands in a petrified forest on an alien planet. Uh, the Doctor, determined to explore the planet, leads his companions, who are Susan and Ian. Barbara and Ian, um, into the Metal City, where they discover what will become his deadliest enemy the Daleks.
1: Dun, dun,
0: dun. Yeah. Not as dramatic when you already know about the Daleks, but still, they were.
1: You know, they knew Daleks. Yeah, they so... changed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I thought the first episode was... I, this this is a seven-part story. Seven-part
2: episode.
0: Seven parts is a lot of parts. Oh, don't
2: forget, back then they had, like, a 44-episode season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But there is a lot of running around, escaping, whatever. It, 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 this is one of those, if you wanted to say it's a typical Doctor episode, it's definitely... There, but there's some good stuff. I I thought the build-up, knowing, I I think all of us saw this episode knowing it wasn't like we watched it for the first time, so we we don't have that knowledge. of have like, already seen Daleks before. Yeah. So, the tension for me was big because I I've never I wanted to see the first episode with the Daleks in it. So in a way, you're you're, you're kind of let down because we had already seen. Genesis of the Daleks and some really good, might be some really bad ones too. But when you see this for the first time, and the cliffhanger is amazing, where you see just the arm, the arm. And, and Barbara screams and stuff, and it goes into the, I, I thought was really fantastic, and then and then it's from there it kind of lets us down a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't quite, you know, and and but the the story I thought was kind of neat. It was a kind of a very solid story and. They did pretty good. When the Daleks were in it, it was a little bit better. When the Thals were in it, it was kind of like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> the Thalls, man, those costumes.
1: <laughs>
2: Some they, of them have they, thumbs they on They spared
0: all expenses on those costumes. Mm-hmm. Leggings with holes in them. And
2: well, it was 1963. I know, but still. I thought the funniest part of the whole story was... When Susan had that petrified flower, I'm going to bring it back to the TARDIS. And Ian has, and Barbara screams, and Ian smashes it into her hands, and the flower is shattered. And I was just like, Yeah. And you kind of want the wah, wah, wah. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, You broke my flower. But she ended up being another one at the end anyway, so. Yeah. It was funny. Smash.
1: Um, the, I mean, the pacing is obviously very slow. There's a scene where they're, I think it's at the beginning, where they're like, well, let's go, let's just eat. So they're, like, sitting there having food, and it's like, boy, this episode, are we going to see them it eat? It tastes them? like
2: bacon and eggs. Yeah, There's a <laughs> yeah lot of like
1: really slow. And, um... I don't remember if they were doing that to prep
2: for the uh, the next episode. Um, they might have, but it was also probably prepping on. Well, what do they do in the spaceship, or what do they do? Did they show the fault locator in this? No.
1: Okay, because I thought they were like sort of like the fault sho-
2: locator next story.
1: The show, uh, but but my point was they they showed the food machine because they were used the food machine ongoing. They were sort of introducing us to the TARDIS for the first time, more of it, anyways. And I think they were just sort of allowing time to do that, and then you know, and that's fine. When when you're watching it for first time, you're kind of like, oh, cool, you know, I didn't know that they had that or whatever. But it does slow the story down. But I love the scene. They were, I think one of the reasons I liked it because they're they're like so normal, and they're like, oh, let's eat, blah 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 blah, and you're kind of like lulling into a sleep because you're watching this and all of a sudden you hear something you know, on the door and it's like so like wait a minute what the heck is that you, you, you know and it's so frightening I, I was i was chilled i
2: got chills at it the was, time. i was like boy that was pretty and they dismiss it they look at it and going, uh, it wow. was anti-radiation yeah. Yeah, they're like, "Well, oh, what's this? Well, oh, whatever." You know, this is folk the corner, and maybe it'll be a plot device later you know on. How manipulative <laughs> was the first Doctor in this one? Oh, I want to so go see the city, so I'm going to take the fluid link out yeah. to get in my pocket. And then all of a sudden, Ian, I lost the fluid link. It's still in the city. <laughs> you stupid idiot! And then it was like, well, I guess we needed it.
1: We, we needed the stuff after all. It was like all after all that. It was kind of like they did need to re-
2: get the. Mercury, and if he never pulled <laughs> the fluid link, they never would have gotten radiation poison and stuff like that. And yeah. He's, he's yeah, he wasn't
0: very nice in this no. episode. He was really self-centered and self-absorbed, and
2: he's like that quite a bit too. The <laughs> dolls are running into a trap. Well, I don't care. Let's get out of here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he kept wanting to leave them to suffer their fate, at the hands of the Daleks. It was not mm-hmm. nice.
2: It was just like wow. I forgot how manipulative he could have, he was in the early days. It was it was pretty funny.
1: And, and I like how Ian Barber still want to go home and they're not really happy about being there in the TARDIS, which is, you know, they were kind of like, no, let's just get out of here and stuff. And they were really kind of... And, and I like that because it's good that not all the companions are, like, so happy to be there. It's good to have some that are, you know, that they're only happy to be there when they're trying to get out of... A, a, when they're having adventures and stuff it's not like they're like oh this is a lot of fun it's like "Geez, let's hopefully we can get out of here as so we go back you we're know it's all right
2: barbara made a friend <laughs> that was
1: weird that's that, that whole thing was I was
2: just like uh, quiet parts is ian and nathal the did and they do it
1: i mean did we going out skip
2: and... something where they were like i was just go, like wait a minute what are let's all go all on saying? with like, the like petrified well four, i kept thinking two, that
0: she had had a thing for ian
2: she does later on, and but then, she had a thing Because when the she jumped, guy. you
0: know, she sort of was like clinging. and uh,
2: uh, this is No, a lot it says she couldn't have a fling with a thaw.
0: No, and that, but then she's <laughs> like snogging the thaw at the end well, of the it.
1: Well, the thaws are, are really supposed to be beautiful people. Well, they're they almost, very attractive they're, people. They're, they're almost irresistible. Except for the
0: little Judy Jetson thing that one girl had on her head. I don't know what that was <laughs> all about.
2: But, but the they're special. smart. They made their anti-radiation pills. Or, That's right.
1: They were smart. But... They don't yes. look like they have much technology, the falls. They look like they live out in the forest, but they have these... But they
0: have plastic to make their little crowns out. <laughs> <laughs> and spandex for their leggings. Right. Come hey, they the were a spandex
1: tree.
2: They're ahead of their time, because people wear stuff ripped jeans, or whip, ripped pants now, so...
1: I, I appreciate <laughs> how they made the jungle, and they've done this quite often in this series especially when Susan's running through the, the, the jungle. They did this numerous times where I think she was running in place and they were just moving bushes and stuff and props behind her to make it look like, in front of her and behind her, to make it look like she's running. So I, th- I think they, they really were creative in how they did that and that there seemed to be a depth to the jungle and where they were. They did pretty good with the sets, I thought, even though it's a really small studio.
2: It's one of their better sets.
1: Yeah. I they did pretty good. I mean... Those are the types of sets that, if you look carefully, you'll see wires on the ground and maybe a camera or two in the background. Which is, I don't think you saw a camera in this one, but there was definitely stories later on where you
2: see a camera like
1: right <laughs> in the middle and like, "Whoa!" Where wow. things
2: run into the camera. Yeah, there's that too, but. Um. I want one of those petrified creatures that Barbara screamed at. That was like. Oh yeah. They should make an action figure of the <laughs> petrified creature.
1: There's a uh, on my notes. Uh, okay, so the doctor gets captured by the Daleks, and he goes. Um, he asks the Dalek something, and the Dalek hesitates, and then the Dalek is like telling them the whole story, like, once there was the Daleks and the Thals, and he's like reading a script, and it's like it was awkward. I felt like it was a very awkward moment. Like it was either pre-recorded. Dialogue, or it was just the guy, whoever the voice was, just reading off the script or whatever, but it just seemed kind of awkward. I, I didn't like that moment. I have Ian's falling. I don't know. Oh, because he got zapped. It, oh. My legs, I my can't legs feel legs my were legs. Yeah, but it was yeah. kind of... Oh, when he's... Pre- so, he, he. okay, so there's a scene where they're like, well, we got to go back and get the drugs. So they're all, like, they're trying... Susan, it's obvious that, that they were trying so hard to, like... No way would we send Susan out because she's totally useless. So we're gonna <laughs> get everyone out. The doctor's like, "Oh, I can't do it," and Barbara's like, "Oh," and Ian does his fake fall, which is so, he's like, "Yeah," oh, and it's you just like we should ask him to see him in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's like, did you hurt yourself doing that? Because it really looked like. But then they finally turn to her, and it's like you hope that Susan goes, "Yeah, I'll do it," but no, she's like do I have to? It's like, okay, these people are dead, but okay. Um, just sit there and
2: cower in the corner because you're a little girl. But. She was and really annoying in the story. <laughs> I mean, I just found her totally annoying. I just like, oh, God, here we go. She screams at everything.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of screaming. Again. But screaming.
1: The, um, despite there's some really good special effects in this episode and one of my favorites there's not so there's some bad ones too, obviously, but <laughs> there's some really bad ones. My favorite is when they go to that pool and there's the whirlpool. The whirlpool.
2: <laughs> and they kinda get sucked into yeah, it. Yeah,
1: but I, I really like that effect because you could tell it's an effect and you could tell how they did it. They somehow you know, they got a close up of this whirlpool and they used and they the superimposed it. I I thought for what they did I thought it was really well done. Um, I I like that a lot.
2: My question is, when they were jumping, why did Ian have the rope tied around his waist? (laughs) Because that one wimpy, scaredy-cat guy fell, and he could have taken Ian with him. I don't know. I'm like, wait, you have all these rocks around. You could have tied the rope onto there, and then you've been able to pull him up. One of my favorite bloopers is in this episode during
1: that scene earlier where Barbara and Ian are on the thing and Barbara has to go around the edge of the thing so they're holding on to each other and they pull a piece of the rock off the uh, wall (laughs) and it's styrofoam behind it. You can see it plain as day a white piece. (laughs) You can hear it. And then they try to put it back on and they're like swing around and and William Russell starts laughing. Swing around to the other side and they're trying to take it was just kind of and they were you holding on yeah, you, you can hear it yeah you can hear it like the little styrofoam break off oh, oh, oh. but you can't hear him laugh right? he he as he's talking he goes swing around like he's laughing oh. like while he's talking and stuff he yeah but i mean they don't want to make cuts back then they they weren't doing it live but they were filming it as if it was live so that they can go through 10 minutes of scenes without doing any cuts that would be fantastic and they they tried everything. That's why so many mistakes and so many. When William Hartnell screws up his line he does constantly. They just left it in there because they just they couldn't afford to stop and do it and again. And they had and only
2: so much time before the lights went out. Yeah, and
1: right. they didn't have. They couldn't edit. It would cost expensive to edit and everything. So they, that's why they really left a lot of stuff in, and that's why you see so many mistakes. There's an episode where there's this giant ant that runs right into the camera. <laughs> the camera goes up, see the lights, and they left it in because they just couldn't, you know, they, could they didn't couldn't afford to do it. But, <laughs> um, but it was like a play. I mean, they they would roll with the mistakes and do the best they could. And right, right. So, but anyways, um, I thought the music and some of the effects were really good. The um, the eye stock of the Dalek moving. Yeah, it dilated. Dilates, which is rare for Daleks because I. Think think they didn't do much of that afterwards no
2: they, eventually they just become the what you see the the symbols they don't you know the circles with the black dot
1: yeah but they don't never move through the rest of the classic series do they, they they move in the set in the new series they have to I think they, they, they if they do I
2: didn't notice
1: I think they do well maybe not maybe they're different anyways um but I, I like that they kind of yeah.
0: They certainly don't look very different than they look now. Yeah. I mean, they really have not changed much. Mm-hmm.
2: No, they haven't. It might
0: the, be bigger. Yeah. Taller, you know, yeah. but that's about it, and a little more sleek. But they still are
1: basically a plunger and a wire whisk. Yeah. The um. So the cutout, Alex. <laughs> 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 they have cutout, Alex, in this episode, and the first time you see them. Is head-on. is it, it, it during the meal when they're all the the foul trap for the at the, the food? I thought it was in the control room, but there's a scene in the control room where you see Daleks head-on, and, and and when you're watching it on a really bad 1963 TV, you probably don't notice that they're cutouts. But then they have another shot where they're at an angle, and you can obviously tell that they're cutouts, and they use the cutouts. Throughout the Hartnell seasons, so, I mean, it, it's just constantly. So it's unfortunate, but you can s- definitely see the cutouts, and you're like, oh, great, you know. Um, I have a creature in the lake, and I have a smiley face next to it. Was the creature in the lake really bad effect or something? Was it like... Was it like the creature in the lake was the tentacle? Like, I think I missed the creature.
2: There's no creature in the lake in this one.
1: Like it's pulled, the guy gets pulled into the lake.
2: Yeah, but you don't see the creature. I know, but it was, okay, so I, I put, it, anyways. Wish Susan got pulled in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: the doctor's speech at the end, where the Daleks are dying, and he basically, um, there's nothing I can do or whatever, and then at the end, of fall says, I wish there was another way, which is like Peter Davison's right. thing, where he says in that episode of the the, um, the Sea Devils, the and it <laughs> <laughs> was like, "What do you, what do you are? You think you're Peter Davison or something?" Even though it's first. But um,
2: well, Ian had a good speech where he got the Thals to actually help him and fight. Mm-hmm. By I'll just take this woman and bring her to the Dalek City, and the guy yeah. gets up and punches her, and he's like, "So there is something you'll fight for." But it's weird because the ho- even though you say
1: the first doctor is very manipulative, the whole crew is. They're like sitting there going, Ah, let's just leave, they're fine and it's wait a minute, we have to go back now. Well we have no choice now to make everyone die for us to get back there and get it. So they were making everyone try to fight. Mm-hmm. It was
2: kinda which you know that I guess one thal was way too gullible, thought the Daleks would help him, and the other this, the other thal who ended up becoming the leader says, No, nah, I don't trust him. Oh, mm-hmm. it's fine. He gets killed. He was, like, way too trusting.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, so, Susan's
2: name is on the paper. It's all good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like the scene where she um, she's writing, or he's, the Dalek's reading back what she writes or whatever. She and laughs. And it's like, <laughs> what is this right here? And she goes, hey, hey, hey Stop that noise. I, I just like, I like, that. I like the Daleks, how they just sort of, for the most part, they're really good in this. Um, isn't there one where they give them the radiation sickness, like it's like...
0: Uh, yeah, uh, they start <laughs> spinning around. <laughs>
1: yeah, because yeah, they're trying to use to the cure, cure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the, f- I guess the first part of this, the episode one is actually the second recording. When Unearthly Child came out, the first part, what you see in Unearthly Child is the second or third take
2: second ticket because yeah.
1: they redid they redid it they did the pilot and there was so many problems Doors. with it. they ended up doing it again <laughs> the daleks this first episode is actually the second mounting of it they i guess they heard uh they heard voices like that they heard people cut camera one or whatever there was something that they heard throughout the whole thing so they had to redo the whole thing over again so that that's actually something I keep forgetting about. They don't have the original recording. It's one of those episodes that people say, well, maybe it'll be found someday, but... Well, they've heard deleted immediately. Yeah, well, but they... Aren't the pilot, why didn't they delete that? How, that? how did the pilot survive? Of all the stories that should have been deleted, that was the one, and that one still exists. Hmm. But So this was, easily could have been one that could have accidentally made it, but... So um, so it's actually a, a remount of the episode which is very interesting. I also found uh, that they originally were going to get someone that worked at the BBC to design this episode, and that person was, his name was Ridley Scott, but he wasn't, he was available, he was working on another project or something like that. <laughs> for That's the BBC. true. Yeah, that's what I read. Ridley Scott? Yeah, and I heard that a long time ago. Ridley Scott was originally supposed to work on Doctor Who, but he, he just never got to do it. He was always working on it. I what project he was working on then. Well, I don't, some for the bbc was, he used right, to work right, for the yeah, BBC. No, i don't know what else he was working huh. for but so nice. I don't, again i don't know if these are myths so i'm reading these offline i'm but i don't know you know what, what am i thinking a fan myth where it's really not true or whatever it could
2: but, be
1: yeah, it seems you know. hard to yeah it's just kind of the ratings the now the daleks this is their first episode the ratings went up toward the end of this series this is where you hear stories about how you go to a, a school playground, and all the kids the day after were, were pretending to be Daleks and stuff like that. And Dalek mania really took off after this. Well, this
2: story made the show
1: it solidified the whole yeah. idea that the show would live. And the, and Sydney Newman didn't want the uh, Bug-eyed, the bug-eyed monsters. monsters, but they have this, <coughs> I guess, considered sort of like a Bug-eyed Monster to a degree. It's so great that they decided the Daleks weren't going to be just robots; they were going to be actually creatures inside. And they just, you see you see the hand. of one
2: or whatever, which we don't see the claw much at all in the series. We don't really see what's inside a Dalek until the Five Doctors. What about Genesis Daleks? Aren't there green globs all? Yeah, over? there's green globs, but you don't really see what's inside the Dalek until you just see the little embryo things that are. Yeah, below. it was
0: like this little black cockroachy looking thing, it was mm.
2: gross. You really don't see the inside of the Dalek until the Five Doctors. Where you actually see the arm. Well, the I, I think when you
1: see a green glob popping out and you know, going up against Tom Baker, that's a Dalek. I mean, that's not, I guess it, it's a young Dalek, but the the point of the, the Dalek is though, they never really matched the claw that we saw on the original Daleks, but then later on in remembrance of the Daleks, they started to talk about how there were two different factions of Daleks. So it explained why there were some Daleks that had claws and others that were just green blobs or something. At least that's what I remember. I thought that was kind of neat that they were doing that. But. but, so this episode obviously is very, very important and, um, for the Daleks and the series in general. And, of course, they weren't originally supposed to come back. Nope. They never dealt with the idea that they, were, they, could, they couldn't leave the city but then later on they had little radar discs on them that meant that they could travel without being in the city, but then They never they
0: did leave the city though in
1: this episode. No, not right? in this episode. The next story. But then after that they never explained why they couldn't do it or whatever. But they evolved, I guess.
0: So when was this? Sixty three. Nineteen sixty three. I was looking up at least 63 and
2: sixty
0: four. More faces of Jim? that was. He did Comedy Playhouse. He did the Dick Emery Show. He did a lot in 1963. Yeah. did a lot in 1964, so maybe that's why Ridley Scott wasn't
1: available. Hmm. Sweet <sighs> little information. So, overall, I thought the the concept is really good. They remade this episode into a movie called Doc yes, and Daleks we we'll at some point. Peter Cushing
2: as the doctor. Peter Cushing? Yeah, Peter okay. Cushing. Not as a doctor, as Doctor the, Who. Well, Doctor Who, that...
1: <laughs> not, he's not a Time Lord, he's a just professor.
2: A, a professor who built a... We'll we review that him. somewhere down the line at some point. Yeah. They're a little bit different.
1: Really? Bernard wow. Cribbins
2: is in the, uh, not, the um,
1: second one. Movie. Not Where a Time movie. Lord, though. No. He's just like a scientist who...
2: Some, scientists have built in his backyard. So... See, at some point, Terry Nation wanted to bring, went Hollywood, and he took his when scripts.
0: When did do
1: this?
2: In the 60s. 65, 66, yeah. 67, wow. somewhere
1: that range. They made two
2: movies, Doctor Who and the Daleks, and Dalek, Dalek and Vision and were 2150. <laughs> That's why the, the two Patrick Trout and Dalek stories weren't written by Terry Nation. And those were the last two Dalek stories until John Pertwee. Huh. but later in John Paris' era. <laughs> uh, I buried
1: these movies somewhere because I don't are take enough t- to watch them too often.
0: Are they terrible?
1: Um, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they move quicker. They're not as long as the serial. They are color. Uh, the Daleks are bigger. They look a lot different in terms of like a, they. they don't have,
2: have Some don't have the social clip. They have a claw. They
1: have a oh. claw. They have flamethrowers. There's a lot more money put well, into them. F-
2: Fire, it's its its smoke. They don't use, like, the ray, right? It was like a yeah, fire extinguisher type. <laughs> which I always thought was dumb. Was like
1: but in the second movie, Bernard Cribbins plays the one of the companions. Huh. So he, you know, it's a connection there. Wow. So cool. Look, look him up. I will. But, so anyways, the Daleks, uh, anything else about this one? Nope.
0: Nope.
2: Except I enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: It's pretty good. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't horrible. Yeah. It could have been a hell of a
2: lot shorter. Thank God we had this because Unearthly Child was so dull. That if this never came around the series The series would never have taken off.
1: Yeah, this was definitely a really important episode and they weren't originally written the dog. Dalek's back, but they made a big effort to get him back. The second season, they let off in that second season. I think with them, right? Dalek yep. the invasion of Earth, uh, which is. Uh, or was the second one. Or, it was a. Sh- it it might was be. Yeah, it was you know.
2: Planet of the Giants first. I think so. So, um. Yeah. Yeah, Planet of Giants was first. Then Dalek the invasion yeah, of Earth. So. And then the rest is history. Yep. <laughs> and then later
1: down the line, we got like. Uh, we got an episode like "Death of Daleks"
2: or "Victory of the Daleks." We got some really lousy ones. <laughs> <laughs> ones. "Death of Daleks" is, is fun, though. No, no in the "Death city. of Daleks" is horrible. Oh, I like that one when he goes in the city. They know. they use bullets. Yeah, they're.
1: It's like okay, we're gonna we can't use our guns, so we're gonna we're, we can't use our shoot guns. we, we can use bullets. So how? What are we gonna do for target practice? Let's build a little, little tardis. miniature TARDISes. <laughs> so there's little miniature TARDISes. and pew pew. Stupid. And the music is. very That's for a different story. Okay. Thanks for listening.